Assalamu alaikum and welcome to Single Muslim Female Seeks, the only place you need to come to for the answers to all your marriage search struggles and halal dating dilemmas, so that you can meet and marry the right man in the right way at the right time. I'm your host, Saraya Subhani Chohan, singles coach for professional Muslim women worldwide and founder of Single Muslim Solutions. Let's get started on today's episode. Five first date questions to guarantee a spark. In today's episode, I'm going to show you how to move away from the ordinary, boring and meh kind of questions that leave you feeling a bit deflated after a date, and instead move towards questions that are as unique, fun and insightful as you are and guarantee to create a spark. By the end of this episode, you're going to know exactly what to ask to make that connection happen. Now tell me sister, how many times have you been on a first date with a lovely guy You went to a lovely place, the conversation was flowing, but by the end of it, you just felt that there was no spark, there was no real connection. It's a very frustrating feeling, especially if the guy was really nice. In an ideal world, in an ideal first date, there'd be a lot of laughing and fun and connection and clicking and bouncing ideas off each other, right? Well, what if I told you that this is actually possible? Stick with me and I'm going to show you exactly how to achieve this. Now, if we look at the dating advice that's out there for Muslim ladies, it's generally quite unhelpful and generally written by people who perhaps themselves haven't had much experience in the dating field. For example, I found one article that suggested 50 questions that you absolutely must ask a man the first time you meet him. And these questions were very intrusive and very personal. And I know I would have felt very uncomfortable asking them. So here's a little halal dating theory just to help you put this into context. If you look at the purpose and structure of dating, and I mean dating how we understand it as Muslims, it's all about two adults getting together independently in a public place to get to know if they are compatible for marriage. Now, obviously, this is very different to a traditional setting where um, two families would get together and um, the conversation space you have would be very different. And therefore, you'd be expected to ask a lot more sort of blunt and direct questions, knowing, however, that you do have the family there to support this conversation. Now, when it comes to dating, therefore, you can't expect to change the structure of the meeting, but keep the same style of conversation. That has to alter itself as well to fit where you are. When two people first meet for marriage, in whatever context, You tend to talk about things like work, family, hobbies, future plans, marriage plans, etc. And these are great topics and they're important topics. But in the case of um, a first date, direct questions will not work. If you think about going on a date, there are two people who are both feeling quite vulnerable because they're putting themselves out there. They're both very nervous. You've both put a lot of pressure on yourselves It's really awkward because you both know why you're there and you both want to make a good impression on each other. Therefore, if you ask a guy a very kind of blunt, direct question on a first date, he's going to answer in one of two ways. He's either going to say what he thinks he should say in order to please you, or he might say what he thinks he should say to mislead you. So, for example, if you were to ask a guy, what do you think about your wife working after marriage? This is a very direct question. A good guy might give you a very vague, non-committal kind of answer because he's a bit worried about getting the answer wrong. Or another kind of guy might deliberately mislead you in his answer to make him look like a good guy and someone who's sincere about marriage. 
Now, when I have this conversation with ladies, there are some ladies who find it difficult to get their head around this. And they often say to me things like, I'm just going to lay my cards on the table and he can take it or leave it. Or they might say things like, look, I just want to get all the questions out of the way so I can decide whether or not he's worth pursuing. However, this is not going to create the kind of connection you want for marriage. And here's why. First of all, by asking very direct, blunt questions, it's going to create tension and pressure for the other person. And also, it's quite intimidating because the other person is going to be worried that they're getting the answers wrong. So the point is, sister, you can't expect two people to grill each other and then sit back and wait for the magic to happen. It's not going to work that way. So what's the solution to this? How can you use your questions in a first date to move things forward and create that spark that's going to lead to marriage? Well, let me tell you. On a first date, your goal should be to create a sense of fun, openness, vulnerability and honesty. Essentially, you want to break down the barriers and defences that you each have because we do come to these things feeling a little bit defensive. So we need to break those down and create the positive space that's going to generate a really great connection. So I'm now going to give you five better questions you can ask on a first date in order to achieve this. Number one, instead of saying, tell me about your job, because that's kind of vague, Instead, you're going to ask, what did you want to be when you were a kid? Because this is going to tap into his playful side. Number two, instead of asking, what are your hobbies? Instead, you're going to ask, what's the wildest thing you've always wanted to try? Because this is going to tap into his sense of fun and adventure. Number three, instead of asking the usual, where have you traveled to? Instead, you're going to ask, what's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten or drunk on your travels? And this is going to tap into his need to impress you. So make sure you look impressed. Number four, what are you looking for in a spouse? Instead, you're going to ask, who is your celebrity crush? And this is going to tap into his ability to be vulnerable. Because let's face it, it's a bit embarrassing to admit who your celebrity crush is. Or if that doesn't work or you don't feel comfortable to ask that question, you can instead um, create a little mini challenge. You can say, describe your ideal woman in three words. And again, this is going to tap into his sense of fun and it lets him kind of win your challenge, right? And finally, number five, instead of saying, tell me about your family, instead you're going to ask, who's your favourite family member? Because this is going to tap into his soft and caring side. Now, you may be listening to these questions thinking, hang on a minute, how is this going to tell me whether or not this guy is compatible for marriage? And here's how. His responses to these questions are going to be very spontaneous, as are yours. And you can learn a lot about him from his spontaneous responses. You can also connect on shared experiences and feelings that come up as a result of these questions. And because of the spontaneity of these questions and responses, you might be able to spot any warning signs as well. So, for example, if he said, I don't know, his favourite childhood memory was drowning puppies. That's going to be a, a warning sign that something's not quite right. So remember, spontaneity is your best friend here. It's not only going to create the fun, it's also going to help you learn a lot more about the person in front of you. Now, did you see how just by switching the type of questions you ask, you can alter the dynamics of the conversation and use the dating space to create the kind of connection that leads to marriage? And by the end of the day, whatever happens afterwards, you would have created a feeling of fun, safety, openness and trust. And honestly, that's the best foundation for a great connection. 
Now, if you need a little help with asking more insightful and engaging questions, then I've created a fun little guide, 101 Better Questions to Ask on a First Date, which you can download for free from the link in the notes. I'd love to know how you get on with this. So remember, do email me. My address is Soraya at singlemuslimmarsolutions.com. I can't wait to hear from you. And until next time, assalamu alaikum. Mm-hmm.